You are listening to the Archaeology Podcast Network. This is Tommy Ng, and you're listening to Profiles in the CRM. Welcome to Profiles in CRM, episode 36. I'm your host, Chris Webster. Profiles in CRM asks CRM professionals eight simple questions. The answers vary wildly depending on their experience and education. Because of the nature of contract archaeology and how small this field really is, some people choose not to reveal their name or the company they work for. Stay to the end of the show to hear how you can have a chance to answer these same questions. Okay, we're here on Profiles, and here's the first question. What is your name, and who do you work for? My name is Tommy Ng. I work for Bison Historical Services, where I'm based in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Okay, and how long have you been working in CRM? About 20 years. 20 years, awesome. All right. So what is the position you usually have in CRM and what is the highest position you've attained? And I mean, like, you know, field tech, crew chief, principal investigator, unless you have some other title designation up there that I'm not aware of. Um, in Alberta, um, I guess our equivalent to a principal investigator would be, we call them a permit holder. Okay. And I am an owner, a part owner of my company. Uh, I'm one of four partners. Awesome. And you've probably been in that position for a while now, huh? Uh, I say about maybe about five, six years now. Okay. Okay. Great. So where have you worked in Canada or have you worked in the United States or has it all been in Canada? I haven't actually worked in the United States. Uh, actually, I worked with Andy Sewell before. Oh, he, nice. You had, yeah. He, he used to be my old boss. Nice. Uh, I, yeah, I worked all over the, uh, I guess what we call, um, the Midwest and part of the Eastern U.S. Uh, but mostly I worked in Western Northern Canada and I have worked internationally in Siberia and China. Great. Wow. That's uh, amazingly well-traveled. We get a lot of people on here that have worked like all over the United States, but, man, adding other countries to it is is, uh, is amazing. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah, I imagine. All right, so what's the best thing that's happened to you that's related to being an archaeologist? And this can be personal, professional, or whatever you want. Uh, professionally, uh, the, the coolest thing, I think I said, the coolest thing I found was a buffalo jump. Mm-hmm. So I found out a few years ago, and it's uh, we found. I guess if you look at the jump, and you, I looked over the edge, and there was a there was a bench, and there was a bench was enclosed by uh, boulder-sized rocks, like a uh, uh, like a battlement, like a castle battlement, right? Yeah. Basically, all the bison will fall down into this bench, and they basically get slaughtered right there. And these and these boulder-sized rocks, they're all quartzite. One thing about the prairies, you don't often get rocks this huge. So it takes a lot of effort just to bring all these boulders and put them down this bench, right? And knowing that it overlooks a lake at the same time. So wow. it was pretty cool. So, yeah, I was pretty fascinated by the whole thing. So someday I like to go back and excavate it. Someday. Yeah, really. So to be clear, I think we need a little more explanation on that. That's where the uh, the Native Americans are, are first people, as they're described in, in Canada, right? Um, would basically drive the buffalo over uh, over a cliff, and if if the fall didn't kill them, then they would ex- they would kill them at the bottom, right? That's right. Uh, we call them First Nations. Yeah, First Native Nations or, or right. Aboriginal. Uh, yeah, they would uh, they would basically uh, drive them over the cliff for easy, just for easy easy for sure explanation. And they would land on the bench. Uh, a lot of them would die, but a lot of them would get wounded at the same time. And the native people, they would they would stand on the these uh, how they, uh the the border wall and basically start killing them. They also start they also they also will start tearing them in place because uh, uh, bison gets gets bad pretty quick. 
Oh, okay. Right, and they start. They would start processing, tear them in place, and and various people would start hauling various parts of the bison down to the camps, and that's why they would start to do more processing. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And the the one thing unique about this one is it overlooks a lake. So nice. a lot of the, a lot of the bison bones would get thrown into the water. Wow. Okay. Well, what is the biggest thing that you would change that would make being a Sierra archaeologist better? Well, I guess in in uh, in Canada, or if we can, I like someday we like to have a, a professional organization similar to your RPA. You know, but we need strong government backing. Uh, our government here are is very very. Uh, how you say they have a lot of control over how archaeology is done here. Uh, that's that's an explanation for another time. <laughs> and yeah, it would, let's just say we uh, Stephen Wagner and I had a lot of debates about this. Um, but <laughs> here's the funny thing: someday if we ever get a professional organization, I'd like to get a Roya Ascent. <laughs> like to be, like to be called Her Majesty Her Majesty's Royal Canadian Archaeologist. Nice, nice. I think that has, that has, that has a nice ring to it. <laughs> it's crazy, yeah. but why not? Hey, why not? Why not? Stranger things have yeah. happened, right? Exactly. <laughs> All right. So you're a partner in a CRM firm. So this next question uh, will be interesting for you. But uh, what is your career goal in CRM? Where do you see yourself in uh, another 20 years? Well, retired. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So maybe 10 years. Yeah, um, I I guess I would like to pass the reins on to a well a younger person. Uh, that's basically how my old boss did it. He passed on to us. So we like to continue um, the company. We have our company has a has a, has a good reputation, has a good name. We've been around for about almost thirty years, and we like to continue that because a lot of us have invested so much into this company, so much into the name itself. We like to see that continue on and, you know, and do something like what my old boss did, you know, just pass on to somebody we could depend on. Right, right. You know, that's one thing I learned when I was in the uh, in the Navy is you should always be training your replacement. We don't do that enough in uh, in CRM to, to pass on all that knowledge we've gained and to pass on, you know, all our skills and everything to somebody else that can continue what we've what we've built. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. I understand because I used to be in the forces myself. So, yeah, I totally yeah. understand that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, well, someday. I mean, there's some, there's a few, there's a few people we have. So hopefully, uh, hopefully they're next in line. So yeah, I, I can't keep doing this. I'm getting old. <laughs> yeah, we all have to realize that, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right. Final question: If you can give an undergrad uh, thinking about CRM one piece of advice, what would it be? Persistence. It's not an easy field. There's a you're gonna get disappointed a lot. Mm-hmm. You're going to get exploited a lot, right? But if you stay in there, and also you got to have a good attitude about it. Um, if you got a bad attitude about things, you're not going to last long. Yeah. That's basically it. But if you if you maintain a good attitude, you're, you're persistent, you might make it. It's no guarantee, but people do remember you if, one, if you got a good attitude about things. So that's one thing I learned about, at least especially in our community up here too. Show notes for this and all episodes can be found on the Archaeology Podcast Network website at www.archaeologypodcastnetwork.com forward slash profiles. At that page, you'll also find a form that you can fill out so you can be interviewed on the show. 
Interviews take less than 30 minutes, and you don't need any special equipment. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you in the field. This has been a presentation of the Archaeology Podcast Network. Visit us on the web for show notes and other podcasts at www.archaeologypodcastnetwork.com. Contact us at chris at archaeologypodcastnetwork.com.